as we mentioned, George also asked President Trump about reports of UFO sightings, and the president, for the first time, spoke about being briefed on this subject. You and I, we know we disagree about that, but we have a whole day ahead to go on this. Before we go, one of the things you have as president is the access to all the information right. in the world, all the mysteries out there. And I was just struck in the last couple of weeks, we're reading more and more reports of Navy pilots seeing lots and lots of UFOs. Have you been briefed yeah, on that? What do you I make have, of it? I have. I, I think it's probably... Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to No Boundaries Podcast, where the facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. I know it's been a while, but I'm still Jay, still Welly F. We're still found on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. What else we on? Damn, I wouldn't even listen, but I know you ain't say SoundCloud. Sound, we're on SoundCloud. <laughs> That's the main leave, one. Leave comments on, at SoundCloud. Rate and review at iTunes. I still don't know what you do on Spotify, but whatever you do on Spotify, please go do that. You know I don't know what you do on Google Play. I don't even know. We still don't know how to get to Google Play, but we've I, I had that conversation there. before. Yeah, I mean, people don't have Androids. <sighs> Androids is just not the common phone. Bro, like, I had somebody, like, they had an Android, and I was like, oh, I want to listen to you, you know, how can I find your stuff? And I was like, like, oh, give me your phone. I, 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 I don't know how to use this. This Man. is too complicated. Y'all don't have, like, an app where you just tap and search? And they try to say, oh, the iPhone's complicated. Oh, it's a tap and search. Like, and that, and, that, and when, whenever I have that conversation with people, I always remember, I mean, obviously, uh, with the rise of the smartphone, you are already in the, the Android market. So the Android is easier for you. A lot of us were already pretty much using, you know, iTunes app store. So it was easier for us because I felt stupid the last time I had an Android phone in my hand. I didn't know how to use it. And I just remembered that. Um but I mean, it, I wouldn't say it's too complicated now because I use a Kindle from time to time. And a Kindle, that's, you know, uh, that's, hold on. So Android is Google based, right? It's, nah, not necessarily. Know, a Google phone, right? Yeah, the Google has their own phone. So what is their. Andro- Android is just everything that's. Android is an operating system. Yeah. So, so everything that's not Apple, uh, that's not the Apple operating system, the iOS is pretty much Android. So even though it's a Google phone, it'll probably run the Android operating like system. Like the Amazon but Kindle. Think, yeah, but I, Google might have their own operating system. Like, yeah, for all we know. Yeah. I don't. I don't dabble in other phones. Haven't dabbled in other phones since. I know. I know. You asked me why I had two phones the other day, and that's why I had two phones because of my company phone uh-huh. and my phone. And I was sitting there, like I sat there and debated for like ten minutes, like, do I want an Android phone for a company phone? I was like, why would I do that to myself? <laughs> Make like, your life hard. Just keep it, just keep it simple, man. And I'm like, yeah, let me just. Bro, I feel so important when I have my company phone, but it's like the only calls I get are from people who Customers. got the wrong number. Or yeah, yeah. And the only thing I do, I really do, want to just check my email. From time to time, if my phone messing up or it die, I'll I'll let the important people know. Hey, hit me on my work phone or something like that. But other than that, it's like this phone is just here. The lovely thing about the work phone right now is no robocalls, cause those robocalls are getting out of hand, bro. Bruh, they're starting to do. They're starting to clone the area code. It's like, oh, this is from where where I'm from. But it's like the only person I know still living here is my grandma. Like, why is who's calling me from here? Cause isn't it operating like a VPN almost? Like. That's not even the number they're calling you from. No, no, not at all. From India, yeah. But they're masking it with a real number. That's fucking crazy, man. What technology has brought us, dog? Like, 
you could just you you can only sit there and imagine how that's really it's gonna be prehistoric in one day. Like that's that's nothing. Masking your phone number that's nothing. So think about where we're gonna be at five six years from now. I mean, can't people already pretty much people can can people trace phone numbers like? Yeah, there's a reverse lookup. Reverse, like you, yeah. you can look up. How numbers. accurate is that? For the free, who knows? But it's if free? you if if you you know that that into it to pay for it, I'm I'm pretty sure it's probably ac- pretty accurate. I ain't know it's free. Cause it, it, it's weird. Cause um uh, like somebody was some Ed called me from somebody else's phone. Trash he called me, trash ass Ed. He called me and it popped up their name and I was like, who the hell is this? Hmm. And and I ain't answer it, but it went to voicemails, and then he sent me a text. He's like, "Oh, call me this, call me this Ed, call me from this number." He's like, why did it, you know? But I guess you can share your caller ID, stuff like that. Man, we're, we're getting old, and we're behind on on technology. Is what pretty it's boiling down much. to. Yeah, yeah. Are you a work laptop? Do you cover your camera? Or oh yeah, yeah. Oh okay, okay. I asked you that before, but I don't. I don't think I, I don't. I just. I think remember. at one point I did. I don't anymore because it was like I don't have one of those little dot things to put over it, but. I used to cover it, yeah. Oh, okay. You feel safer that way? Nah. Yeah, it doesn't matter, huh? You know they got a way to get in there. I mean, they can count my keyboard strokes to see, you know, what what I'm typing and everything. So Ooh. they can they can they can track your keyboard strokes. Who's they? The government. Oh, who I man. work for? The people I work for. <laughs> I just want you everybody to remind them because hey, we ain't been here in a minute. Oh, I just yeah, want that's her, true. people that's to understand true. that you a fat ass dude, so <laughs> they watching you and you in the system. It's like very that's, true. I mean, you made it easier for him. Yeah, I came into the system. <laughs> like, Here's just, all my data. <laughs> you can have it. You can have but it. You ain't trying to be off the grid. Nah. Golly. I'm grid man. <laughs> wow, man. But how your summer been? Summer's been good. Has it? Yeah. What what month is this? Is it July? It definitely is July. Yeah. Seven one three day in H town. Yeah. I'm, I was that's thinking man. about going to the Dynamo, the Dash game tonight. Who? The the soccer team. Oh, <laughs> let me tell seven dollar tickets, dollar hot dogs, three dollar beers. I'm gonna tell you right now, bro. I'm a, I'm a, I, I consider myself basically a Houston native, mm-hmm. but people don't know what the fuck you talk about. You said dash. You bro. know the dash, the dynamo. <laughs> the, like you, y'all, y'all know where BBVA is. Listen, listen. Now you just opened up a shit storm. <laughs> you just made it easy for me because I've been seeing a lot of foolishness going on with the with the U.S. women's soccer team, and that shit just be having me laughing, bro. Because like. I remember a point in time where the, where the term soccer mom really meant something. And, like, I think about it now, it's like, man, the soccer is as dead as baseball, bro. Like, from a concept of, yeah, I mean, obviously it's a mainstream sport. But it's like I've noticed that in order to make this U.S. women's soccer thing relevant, they had to, you know, intertwine the politics in there. Because, bro, I mean, obviously I know the Dynamo. And I know that they built BV, you know, the BV whatever, BA Compass Stadium for that shit. Because the Dynamo, what, five-time champions? Nobody would know it, Bruh, but they are. How many parades do we have for Dynamo? I, not, not a one that I recall. Can you name the star player that's on the Dynamo? Let me Google this <laughs> Exactly. I be asking people shit like that. They be like, well. So I'm like, I think about that shit, bro. I think about the fact that when the Houston Comets were popping, like, you knew the motherfucking players. Like, you knew, you know, Cheryl Swoop, Cynthia Cooper. You knew these people because when shit is mainstream, it's really important to us, that shit comes. Go ahead. <laughs> they went back to back in 2006, 2007. Yeah, that motherfuckers, dog, them motherfuckers was winning, bro. And, like, people didn't care because, man, if I'm not mistaken, 
the the they said that the Dynamo, the Dynamo, man, they basically can't give away tickets, bro. I'm be honest with you, man. You talk about seven dollar tickets to a professional team, and, and you ain't talking. We ain't talking about. We talking about men right now. We talking about men. So all I'm saying is, every time I, every time I. Every time I saw that little bullshit that obviously it was only training for two days, it's going to be a dead topic by next week. Um, I, I I just, I would sit there and be like, man, people are so fake. Like, we don't care about soccer in this country. And the, the genuine proof for me, in, well, I'm not even going to say in this country, but out here in a, in a Mexican-dominated city, dog, the biggest, they say the most packed the Dynamo, that Dynamo Stadium has ever been was for, uh, I think, a Mexico-El Salvador game. Mexico, like, El Salvador, not even Mexico, USA, because I think they played USA one year. It, oh, is that what it was? I, I, I it, it might be. I know Mexico played here, and it was packed. It, it, that was one of the only times. I'm like, well, that kind of puts you in the mind frame of, well, them when it comes to them, like when it comes to Mexico, they appreciate that sport. So yeah. it's important to them. That's, that's their football. Yeah, but you talk about USA. <laughs> that's their football. <laughs> it really it, it, uh, Wow. Joke. Proud Light joke. Light joke. Okay. Double entendre. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but when I when I thought about that, I just felt the need to like really just like dig in deeper and I just was like, man, like they're so desperate for for clicks on a subject that really wouldn't have mattered twelve years ago. Cause see, even to me when I was looking at it, I was like, Okay, let they not change. Okay. Like uh, like why is this an issue? And then they come out like, well, if it was men, you know, it wouldn't be an issue. I was like, well, who made it an issue to start out with? Like, where's the origin of it being an issue that y'all y'all celebrating goals and 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 running up? I mean, y'all did this in two thousand what nineteen ninety nine when old girl took her shirt off and, and was sliding across. Like, this isn't an issue. Like, you blowing people out? Yeah, you celebrate. Like, like why? Like, why is this an issue? Yeah, yeah. You know and why it's if, an issue? If I beat you by one, I'm celebrating. You know why it's an issue? Because I'm getting the dub. Basically, but you know why it's the issue. Why is it's, it an issue? Because it's everybody against Trump. Trump Trump owns rent space. Like you know, I say he owns rent space. He has rent space in their head. Like they can't go a day without Trump something. Trump this. I'm Trump doing that. this against Trump. Like, That's my motivation. And then to troll him back, he's like, "Congratulations!" Like, <laughs> I mean, you ain't got to come to the White House. What does that mean? Like people look at this trivial shit, and I'd be like, "Bro, like that that ain't gonna make that nigga lose any sleep." You remember when I put in the text uh, about KD and you was like, damn, the media really hates KD? Like, I hate him. Like, the, the media really hates the president and you have to gas him. Like, you have to do that gas. Like, the media's like, all right, cool. Let's, all right, the Warriors are champions. Let's go right to it. Hey, are y'all going to the right White House? <laughs> <laughs> the, Ra- the Raptors are the champions. Where do they even go? Dog. Do they, they go? Went, they don't come to the White House. They, they, went, to, uh, they went to the prime. What they the prime went? minister? Yeah. Do they, they have a prime minister in Canada? Yeah, they, they went, but they said where they was going. It was going to, um, God damn, I forgot the name of the shit. Church of Caicos? Yeah. Yeah. On vacation. (laughs) We're going on vacation. I'm tired. What it do, baby? (laughs) That was insulting to me. And 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 nobody and nobody said anything about it because the topic did you couldn't you couldn't lump Trump into that topic. No. You couldn't. Like you can't be like, damn, we missed that we missed that chance to ask them, are they going to the White House? So what they do, they they draw up some bullshit about Kaepernick and Betsy Ross. Like they gonna find a way. They gonna find, bro, this summer has been interesting. Bro, the thing about the Kaepernick and Betsy Ross that made no sense to me is like, this was the American Revolution. This was had nothing to do with like the Civil War or anything like that. What Civil War was damn near hundred years afterwards? 
Wasn't Civil War like 1864? Yeah. Like, damn near 100 years after. <laughs> Wasn't even nobody talking about the racism <laughs> in this flag with the 13 Shit. original stars for the 13 colonies. God, all that matters. Like, that didn't have nothing to do with anything. We were slaves. Bruh. Okay, you were slaves then. All right, cool. But this this wasn't a, a thing of oppression right here. Please. And then, no, no, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. And then they, they say they say they, there was an email sent out to the Republican National Convention members or something like that where it was talking about Trump versus Kaepernick. They, and then it's like, well, Kaepernick seemed to be a, a lot darker in his picture compared to the original. It's like, I mean, that's just a picture that's been passed around. Like, I don't think they went in and was like, let me make him a, a couple shades darker to let him know that he a nigger. No. <laughs> it's just a different picture. You look at Kelly Kaepernick, you're like, yeah, he's black. Duh. Blackish. He's blackish. Bro, I like the fact that you said passed around, man. Because I mean, I mean, it be it trips me out how people fail to realize like you could take a picture after so many copies. You see, the that's what happens. The quality the, changes. The quality changes, and people people never think about that. But um, man, like it's just it's summer summer twenty nineteen. Um, obviously, it's a lot of things going on. You got the hot girl versus city boy. You got the Kaepernick. Uh, Betsy Ross, you know, I, you know, I feel like the whole situation is an attention whore situation. Uh, you got, you know, people licking ice cream. You got people tripping. I mean, I mean, spitting in, in tea. Yeah. To sum it up, I mean, that's what it is. It, like people out here tripping, bro. And that's why. And I know Sean's gonna shake his head at this. That's why I appreciated the Aziz, uh, the Aziz special because I still haven't watched. It. I, I would say that it's really not worth watching because. Like Sean said, the dude really isn't funny from a stand-up perspective. But the way he delivered this special to me was unique because, you know, he went through that Me Too shit. So it was important It was important for him to bring that up. Although I've never, like, I don't obsess over celebrity lives, so I never really dug into the details of it. But I did, I, I would say that, you know, he didn't apologize. He just said he felt bad. So, I mean, I guess by apologizing on, on a, a stream that big, uh, or a platform that big would admit be, be an admission of guilt. So I'm assuming that's why he didn't apologize. But um, to cut to the point, like, I appreciated it because, like, it, it put me in a mindset of, okay, you got this famous guy. He's been doing comedy for 18 years. And um, you already know how I feel about comedy today. I feel like comedy today is, it's, it's, it's a dying art. It's redacted. Yeah, because of the PC culture. So a lot of people, you know... It's almost like after after a, after a, a certain character or a certain individual goes up there and delivers some type of performance, if it's not leaning a certain way, then it's probably not going to be like problematic or controversial. You're not going to hear about it. And obviously, when Dave Chappelle did his stand-ups, you know, he had some quote-unquote transphobic, you know, jokes on there. So it made it made controversy. Uh, go ahead. Speaking speaking of speaking of transphobic or, or or homophobic or anything, I happened to be listening to Chance the Rapper yesterday. The acid, I was listening to Acid Rap, mm -hmm. and a favorite song came on, which coincidentally is one of my favorite songs off that project. And I'm sitting there, I'm listening to it, and then he has his line where he go, "Faggot slapper." I was like, ah, now today somebody gonna get a hold of that and they gonna crucify you for it. Forget coloring book and all the gospel you had in coloring book. Acid Rap, you said you were a faggot slapper, Bruh. And his brother is a quote unquote faggot, right? I'm just, I mean, that's just, you know. Well, no, because I, I think his brother has like two kids. I thought his brother was gay. I thought he was too, but I, I think I seen something oh, he, he has like be, two kids. He might be gender fluid. 
or he might just be bisexual. Whatever you want to call it, man. It, it's so many terms. And that's why. I and, I, and I don't mean any disrespect when I say there's so many terms, but I can only be heterosexual. I that's mean, it. Like, I can't. You know what? I mean disrespect. <laughs> like, I, 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 don't, I don't mean confusing. disrespect because, like, that's. Like, I mean, God. I mean, some people, like, go into the depths and be, you know, gender fluid or non binary or something like that. Hey. <sighs> Whatever, if that's the term they gave you, that's the term you got to work with. Cool. If whatever. you feel disrespected, that heterosexual feel disrespected. is the term they gave me. That's a term I got to work with. Yeah. Or no, it's it's not it's not heterosexual. It's cisgender. Heterosexual is the term that they gave <laughs> me. That's the term I got to work with. Aziz literally pointed out the fact that if you go back and you watch the Hangover One, the original trailer, he uh, Bradley Cooper gets on the uh, the uh, the microphone or whatever and says, "Page and Doctor Faggot." And he was like, he was like, I mean, that was 2009, if I'm not mistaken. And he was like, the reason they put that in a trailer was because during the test screening, people fucking laughed out loud at that shit. It's funny. I mean, it really is. It's like, I mean, even though I kind of, well, after first hangover, I really didn't care anymore. But it was a lot of shit that happened in all three hangovers. That was gay. Bro, (laughs) shit was gay. And I just feel like they are lucky that people weren't able to be you know the they look at the woke patrol wasn't around but and even if that if you flip it to say just say you take three or four queer people i think that's an appropriate term they use the word queer and and they're um you know bashing some straight guy i don't think straight people are outraged i mean because they they, they will say the woke patrol will say um it's because of the privilege that you guys have been you know honored with so long like you don't have to worry about these things so it's almost like you're desensitized to it and i'm like i mean whatever i mean i guess that i guess that's better for that's better for my my brain i I, let's just for me (laughs) you're desensitized to it i hear i hear certain i mean one thing about twitter that twitter has done for me in the past couple of months is they haven't put you in twitter jail yet not yet not yet (laughs) i'm waiting One thing that Twitter has made me realize is like I see opinions all day and like now more than ever, I literally see people's opinions and I just keep scrolling because like I do not care about people's opinions like people. uh, And when I say that, I mean, like I respect people's opinions, but I've gotten to the point where like I could read about four or five words within four or five words into their opinion. And I'm just like, it's full of shit. (laughs) Stop it. It, it, As soon as I see white supremacy or, or Patriot, I'm I'm scrolling. I'm keep scrolling. You ain't ain't talking about nothing. As soon as I see, uh, the left, this, the liberal, this or snowflake, I'm scrolling. Cause you ain't talking about nothing. You just, you pandering to a certain audience. To me, what you're doing is you're giving those people power over you. It's kind of like, Oh, this is a white supremacist. I'm giving them this power over me. They're holding me down. You're just looking for an excuse. Yeah, you yeah. One, the the one, white man holding me. Back. Yeah, one one side one side swears they're just so stone cold, strong and tough, and the other side just you know they they they're they're okay with being victims. Like uh, it's like you can let somebody hold you back, aka the white man. However you look at it, yeah. Nick, for example, mm-hmm. man, if Nick wanted to be wanted wanted to sell cars. He could have went and worked for the quote unquote white man at a dealership. You can shout out the business or or next door to zone. I you don't know, know what off the top of my head. Um, rolling Rolling Motors. Rolling Motors. Clever, um, clever guy. Yeah, clever guy. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram is Rolling Motors, H O U, I believe. He got he got a 2014 Panamera. I'm gonna go check out. Damn. No, nah, I don't want to Porsche that bad, but hey, he got cars. It's there. He got cars. It's there. 
I heard things about that young man, but I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it on the down low. Say chill, chill. <laughs> Niggas a stand up guy. I'll Niggas a stand up guy. <laughs> but uh, no man. But back to the Aziz man. Like it was a lot of things. Like once again, I, I I understand that people have their own opinions and have their own sense of humor. I don't find a lot of the stuff that he said funny, but I liked his honesty and his approach. He tried something new with the way the camera was set up and him just really just sitting down, just be like, just being intimate with his audience. Like, bro, like this is what's going on. And like, when he started talking about the R. Kelly situation, me, I'll just let you watch it. Cause I said, and it the wasn't thing, worth the watching, thing, but the thing about Aziz is his stature and his ethnicity is really what makes him funny. It's the, it's he's that, a small he's a guy, yeah. nerdy, quirky guy, yeah. but he's cool. Like, oh, yeah. he's hanging out with Kanye West Ch- and Jay-Z. Jay-Z? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, who, who is this Aziz guy? Dog, he was, what, 30, 29 years old with, with a billionaire just hanging? And yeah. Just, and, they, and no matter what they say, like, he was like, how do I say, down to earth, laid back. One of the you know top Indian actors in the world, bro, dude, popping like that's a that's a milestone. Like he said, he said, shit, he said, you know how many Indian people you saw before? He said, how many Indian people did I see before I uh, on MTV before I saw myself? He was like, none. I was the first person I saw. Yeah, and I was like, that shit is crazy because like I didn't realize he was around that long. But when I think about his um. His uh disco- his discography or his uh, f- uh filmography, mm-hmm. he's been around for a minute, and I'm like, that dude putting in work. And, and, and Master of None might be one of the best shows Netflix oh, yeah, has ever I, done. I think I think you know for sure. I it's it's when it comes to like if I'm breaking down genres for sure as far as comedies go, I really enjoy that. I, I put it on the same level as Atlanta because it's genuine and it feels honest as fuck. And once again, I'm looking through a lens that I never, I I, I don't I don't I don't have any Indian friends like. That you know, you know, personally, I mean, we know, we know, nice guy, but you know, I mean, but to say that like I hang with an Indian person, like no, so, I got, I got, I got one coworker that's Indian. Oh, okay, okay. What is, what is his, what is his position? Uh, we're, we're, we're equals. Oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say something stereotypical, but <laughs> no, he doesn't work in IT. <laughs> I'm just saying that's just that just seems to be the the common theme. Because I mean, you see, nice guy asked that question. He was saying. Oh, he was saying the other day, he was like, man, like, I don't really feel like there is a, there isn't a unique thing to like, you know, Indian Americans. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, it seems like pretty com- a common theme to me that y'all could with computers and a lot of them well-spoken, like, and they're very business oriented, especially here in Houston. Like, they're the ones that's running, you know, the gas stations and the, mm-hmm. and like, so I, I didn't really, I don't, I guess he felt like it wasn't nothing like, um. And, and just from my industry, it's like. You know, Patel's own a lot of the hotels. Yeah. And my coworker, he told me he's like Patel is is basically your American Smith. Like it's it's a common Middle Eastern name to be a Patel. Okay. So okay. It's, it's you know, but you can. I, oh, Does he ever consider himself Eastern Asian? East Asian? They like they don't they don't uh, say that. Uh, we haven't got that deep in the conversation. Oh, okay. Okay. About I always things, I found that I found that interesting when I was like just reading up on him. Because remember I was telling you about that one book that I had that was talking about like the um the um. Damn, I let the fucking book. But Amy Chua wrote the book, and I was talking about it on the episode a couple couple episodes back. And um, I just I found their their um their characteristic that keep them successful in this country are you know pretty solid you know on religion and and just faith and hard work and self discipline and and um I could just imagine you know why people like them especially um find it hard to to socially fit in in this time period where. People out here wilding. Yeah. Like I said, man, people out here 
trying to break into Area 51. Like, just imagine, like, little, little Indian boy come home to his parents and like, hey, man, my friends talk about <laughs> we finna go fuck with some aliens. Look, like, what? Look, I need a, I need a, I need a bus trip, bus ticket to Arizona <laughs> September 20th. Is Arizona or New Mexico? New Mexico. I'm tripping. New Mexico. We, I gotta go see what these aliens talking about. What if, what if Area 51's protecting us from the aliens? What if the aliens get out here and just start wilding? <sighs> It's like, oh, you you want the aliens? Look, you got the aliens. Dog. The aliens out here wilding. That's what... Uh, what, what was that old dumb movie, Mars Attacks, where the aliens oh, yeah, come down yeah, they yeah. wilding? <laughs> what if the aliens do, actually are wilding? I mean, why wouldn't they? Like, more than... No, it, I don't see why not. It's an opportunity. Like, we go to Mars, what we gonna do? We gonna wild out. <laughs> we, we gonna come down, we gonna start planting flags. <laughs> we gonna start shooting shit. It's like, nah, we taking this over. We, we take bro, this over. We finna go we fuck sh- some shit up. We finna bro. Americanize this. We finna show up at somebody else's house and we finna take claim on it. My nigga. <laughs> like we've been here. Americanize ain't nothing but that's just another word for the cold word for destroy. <laughs> that's what's finna happen. We finna destroy some shit. And, and it's just, it's hilarious to me how people don't see that shit. It's almost like, dog, if you want to be successful, you may want to like kind of like start looking from the outside in from a perspective of, you know what, I can't be doing what the rest of y'all niggas doing because y'all niggas wildin'. I don't know bitch y'all would have said it this episode, but <laughs> summer twenty nineteen, y'all I hear tripping. Like I can't even like Lil Duval page starting to look like a world star hip hop shit. So I kinda had to mute him. But his hot girl cities whatever that shit is, the verses or whatever, it's just it's embarrassing. And it's like, dog, it's people really out here doing this shit. And it's like, are they getting anything from this? I see, I see people on Twitter saying, well, we still having a high girl summer or not? And then I've seen the ones like, well, I'm pregnant. There goes my high girl wow. summer. Bitch started heating up in springtime. Dude, like, I, I, I don't know what's going on, man. I, I, don't, I don't have an answer. That's why I just, you know, that's why when I have these conversations, it's hilarious. Because like, I'm like, I ain't better than anybody. But it's like, man, I ain't doing what y'all out here doing. Man, y'all got me going to the store. If I'm going to get ice cream for my son, I got to dig from the back. I don't know what to do. I don't even want ice cream, really. Ridiculousness. I'm like, what is y'all doing out here? Like, the... the um, yeah, I think that shit's sweet. That, that, shit, <laughs> that shit's not funny. It's not. If I seen that in person, bro, I'm going to assault somebody. <laughs> like, because that's just dumb. Hey, I'm finna go full Caucasian, middle, 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 <laughs> middle-aged Caucasian woman. I am calling the police. I ain't got time for it. Authority welly. <laughs> I am calling the authorities because this is not right. You call, you call me Jailhouse Jay. Look, he just licked the bluebell. Finna beat his bitch ass. <laughs> and I'm definitely finna get his license plate because he probably finna go somewhere else and do the same dumb shit. Like, come on, man. Because it's funny I'm, before. I'm, I'm whooping his ass and I'm whooping the person videotaping. Everybody can I, you get know, it. And it's funny because the first the, the first thing wasn't the ice cream. I believe the first thing was the, the deodorant. That's what that's what went viral first. It just didn't. I it, didn't see the deodorant. Yeah, the deodorant one. Some chick, it might have been the same chick, went into a, a Walgreens or whatever and, and used the deodorant and put it back. And I'm like, well, you know, they think the deodorant comes with the little seal thing. So if somebody purchases that deodorant and doesn't notice it, that have a seal thing, then you just deserve to be contaminated. But uh, the ice cream went viral because it's like, damn, like this Bluebell. Again? Yeah. Again? Like, we, just, we just got Bluebell back. Like, what, two years ago? Yeah. The Listeria shit. I'm like, man, like, that's what it was, Listeria. Yeah, Listeria. And I'm like, man, like, Bluebell just can't win. And I'm like, I can't, you know, old conspiracy, Willie. Four, three or four years ago, would have been like, oh, they're just doing this as a marketing ploy. Now, this, these motherfuckers, I hear really tripping. Like, 
they think this shit is cool. Like I'm finna go in the store and and steal. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna record. Basically, it. basically what you're doing is yeah. stealing. <laughs> and, and I'm gonna record it because that's the that's the wave now. We don't we don't do things in private anymore. Everything needs to be you know obscene, loud, and you know and broadcasted for the world to see. Because you need these likes. Like Andy Warhol said, man, he he said this shit like in the seventies. I think he was like, man, in the future, everybody gonna have their fifteen minutes of fame, and it feels like everybody just wants that fifteen minutes. Like, like, is it worth it? You know, I mean, everybody fifteen minutes of fame ain't finna extend as long as Lil Hank's fifteen minutes. Ah, God, I was hoping we'd make it through this episode without you going there. God, everybody can't be Lil Hank, Jay. God, I was hoping we'd get through this without you going there. Come on, man. Come on. You think I drove this far? You think I drove this far? Sit out, plug my man's line. Come on, brother. You ain't you ain't serious. If you ain't about that giddy up, then giddy out my way. <laughs> Bro, I know when he wrote that, whoever wrote it for him, I know they dropped the pin on that one. I they they had to. They let him go. <laughs> Oh man, that shit is fucking it's comedy. We live this the world, this is America we live in. Little nine year old dropping bars. But we're talking about it. <laughs> Dang. That's what it was. We're we're talking about it. It it, it on that subject, man. Like, it's about time he got on the actual track though. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, he been he been bullshitting. But uh while we on that subject of music, man. Sip my water. This water's pretty good, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I guess I'm just thirsty though. I had a, I had a long morning. Well, water is just naturally good. Yeah, that's true, man. That's true. But uh, man, like, I hated to be one of those grandpas, man. I never thought that you know, I I'd come into a come into a state of mind where I just really just don't enjoy hip hop anymore. Like, I really don't. I just I don't. Like, and when I say that, I, I really feel like I mean. It was funny because even on my way here, I had like read a little article about, you know, Chance was about to drop, you know, his album. And I was like, so? (laughs) I was like, I "I really, you know, I really don't care. You know, I mean, I enjoy Coloring Book, but did I, was I waiting for Coloring Book? No. You know, like, I just, I just feel like hip hop culture right now is just goofy. It's goofy, man. It's, um, it, it, it almost feels like hip hop right now is like blackface. Like it almost feels like it's making a mockery of what it's really supposed to be. Everybody is just like, well, I, and and this is you know, an old friend of mine kind of put me in this state of mind when you know he basically said something along the lines of like, well, nigga, you just can't keep up. And I'm like, man, you know, it's some it's certain things I just don't want to keep up with. Is it is it I have to keep up, or are you supposed to make something that stops me in my tracks? Yeah, you know that's like, what I feel like. I feel like you need to make something that hits me and be like, "Boom! Oh, this is you know this is out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. This this is a tire in the middle of the road that you can't ignore." Exactly, you know. And like I said, I enjoy the big crits of the world. I enjoy you know, put it like this. I enjoyed the big crit album. I can't lie. I enjoyed it. It was cool. You know, it's the replay value may not be as high as some of his other shit though. It it is it, definitely not as as high as uh, Forever's Mighty Long Time. It, it, and the J Cole feature kind of was yeah. The Lil Wayne feature was better. Oh yeah, Lil Wayne got on and it, and it was and it was still a little yeah. Exactly, exactly. You know, and I ain't even a Lil Wayne fan, but Lil Wayne got on there. And I, I felt like Lil Wayne just kind of ignored the beat and was just kind of like you know. Eh. That's hip hop today. What beat? <laughs> 
What beat? I don't know. Like I, I, I miss people finding that pocket and being in that pocket and just riding. That that's not like you like being inside the beat. The, the game is blueface. I'm sorry. That's what the game is now. You don't need nigga the beat. The production could be cold as fuck. But the rapper don't have to know. He, the rapper ain't got to be nowhere near that hoe. It's kind of like that old Childish Gambino freestyle when he was at uh, Sway in the Sway? Morning. Yeah, when he was like, he was freestyling, then he just stopped, started having a conversation, then got right, right back, back in the beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the beat. Like, nah, I'm not just going to start spitting these bars. Like, I'm in this beat. So, so basically, I was, was having a back and forth today. And, you know, they were talking about the Jermaine Dupri topic. And um, uh, Jim, I didn't even, I didn't see the interview. Um. But I know it, it, it sparked a response from, um, um, what's the girl's name? Cardi B. And, uh, you know, she had a solid point. You know, um, she was basically saying something along the lines of, you know, well, I make this music, you know, because I'm trying to make money. You know, obviously she has a stripper mentality, so that's what it's about. I'm, 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 I'm entertaining to make money. So whatever y'all want to hear, that's what I'm going to give y'all. Uh, but then she also pointed out the fact that, you know, she was like, well... I know some hard ass female rappers out there. Y'all not y'all not looking for them. And she pointed out she had a track on her album or whatever that she would perform at some places, and she would realize like the the crowd just wasn't feeling it, like because the song was like I guess too real. So she was like she realized at that point she was like, well, when I try to give y'all my real self, y'all don't appreciate it. So I'm gonna give y'all what y'all want so y'all can you know move with me. Like I want y'all to be entertained. And I was like, well, you know, I I, I respect that. You know, she's trying to feed her family. That, that's like, a typical freshman album too. Exactly. And I like I respect that. You know, coming from the mind of a stripper, like she's an entertainer. And um and, and I'm not talking down on strippers or anything, but I'm just saying like you have to understand something as a as a stripper. They're, in my opinion, they're a service worker. They're providing you with a service that in order for them to get money, they know that they have to please you. That's how I look at it. So when I heard her say that, I'm like, well, you know, that's that's who you are. It makes sense for somebody like you, you know. But if a, a woman is coming to the to the forefront, like my, like my favorite uh, female rapper of all time is Eve. Because the funny thing about Eve is she really was a stripper. And when she got on the mic... I've said this before. She she got on tracks with uh, with Jada, Styles, DMX, Cassidy. and she stood out. And she wasn't talking about the same shit that a lot of these women are talking about today. And I ain't saying she never has. I'm just saying that a bulk of her music was straight, was just good music. It was actual good content. And you 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 couldn't lump it in to stripper music or trap music. It was it was it was just rap. See, with with Eve, she's giving you. Bars. Yeah, just like Missy Elliott. Missy's giving you bars. And Missy Elliott and, talked about her vagina too, but and, it just wasn't that wasn't the bulk of her content. And see, when you the when Lil' Kim came on the scene, that was new because women weren't super sexual in the rap game. Lil' Kim was the first one that was really super sexual. Yeah, and I, I really think that that came from uh I, and I still think that a lot of that was uh was Luke influenced. Luke 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 from uh, Miami. I think he influenced that too because um it was just it made sense to kind of counteract that with some female competition. Like, what? Honest question. What? How many of those Luke tapes did you ever see? See? Yeah. What you, what you mean? Like, the Luke tapes. Oh, no, I thought you meant, like, the cassettes. I always laughed at his artwork. Nah, I ain't never seen none of his tapes. None, 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 none of the VHSs? Nah, nah, I ain't never seen them hoes. Them hoes was raw, huh? Them hoes was raw. It's Freaknik days. Freaknik days. Damn, yeah, I would my not. Cousin, my cousin mama, she used to have them shits, and when, you know, manish-ass little boys, when nobody was home, we'd be in there watching them shits. For real? Bruh. 
Them shit was freaked out. Shit, this is 2019. I can find them. You probably could. I can find them. No, it's could. not a problem. I mean, I, it's not a problem. It's a problem. I mean, of course, in 2019, it's, it's nothing compared to what, what we can hit on, on if you misspell something on Google. No, I'm sorry. But, I can find his exact tape. Can, yeah, I, you can I, find the exact I, for table. The, for the, 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 the quality of what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, you know, it's you know. pretty sure it's worth checking out. I'm just saying, because you think about it like this. Back then, you know, it was less plastic back then. So yes. you're really getting a bunch of natural, you know, authentic women out there. And it's just, it's just be funny to see, you know. Like, it'd be like, damn, it's wild. Like, they was out here wilding, but... You know, they wouldn't... With, with, with a, a, Aaliyah-style bodies. There you go. You just, know, just regular, Trina, like, regular tits, Trina. regular yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what Trina looked like now, but... you know. I haven't seen Trina in a while. Yeah, she yeah. just dropped something not too long ago. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, I, I do believe Lil' Kim was definitely one of the first ones. And I know that a lot of her music was, was influenced by... I mean, Biggie... I, I do believe Biggie uh, pretty much pushed her to rap like that. But I do believe she was influenced by Luke, too. Because, I mean... If, I mean, she was, I think she was a sex worker at the time. So she was, she was coming from a real perspective. Like she, that's how she was coming on a mic. And, you know, if I just look at it like this, if you look at the top five female MCs, I mean, it all boils down to the fact that that wasn't the bulk of their content. And to me, it has a lot to do with the fact that I think, although it, it's a male dominated game, when you got into the, when you got into the pit, it was genderless at that point. Like it's it's what you bringing. Like what you bringing. Like you had your Charlie Baltimore's of the world. You had your Missy Elliotts. I mean, these women came to the microphone. They knew they were women. You didn't have to constantly remind them. Like people act like uh, Queen Latifah was a powder puff. Like stop it. Queen Latifah had bars. Yeah. Like really. Like when she when she got out there the UNITY video. Like she had women and men behind her. Mm-hmm. You know, and nobody cared about her sexuality. Nobody. Nobody. It, it, she was Queen Latifah, and she got on, got out there and spit. Salt, and, salt and pepper weren't R and B. Dog. They. And that's and that's what once again bring back the Aziz like. He just he just basically just kept talking about how like if you look at shit through a 2019 lens, it makes you almost pick at shit that's not important. Like I'm just trying to appreciate this art. Why are you trying to bring politics into it? Like why is this why is this new obsession with politics um bring big why is it being brought in if it's not being brought in to like bring actual positivity why is it because it feels like every time it's brought in it's it's meant to divide and not to actually uplift and i'm like we live in this um positive vibe positive vibes only type society why are we constantly at each other's throats yeah it doesn't make any sense to me because once again like I mean, obviously, you know, we're in 2019 now, so I know somebody listening to this has their 2019 millennial modern SJW ear just going. Like, oh, yeah, I could pick that apart, pick that apart. But at the, I'm, I'm going to just ask you at the end of the day, like, what do you gain from it? Mm-hmm. It means nothing, like, because I still have my opinion. I'm still going I'm still going to teach my son these same things. So, I mean, if you look at what I'm saying as toxic or poisonous, well, shit, I'm going to spread it to my seed too because I feel it's important. And even with that, you haven't you haven't lived the life that I've lived. Exactly. Like you 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 haven't seen everything through through my eyes and, and the experiences that I have. And even to say that, oh, well, you got to let that stuff go. Some stuff you, I don't have to because those are events and and things that happen to me, yeah. and I choose to and I ch- if I choose to hold on to them, that's on me. Yeah. But you can't come back. Oh man, you gotta let that go. You gotta let that go. Why? It's some. It's probably some shit you holding on to that I would say you need to let go of. Course. Of. 
So to so to say that yeah you what you're teaching is wrong and, and and stuff like this and then you go do some shit and I might sit here and say well shit what you doing is wrong too but who am I to tell you that's where your moral compass is? Man, you already know right and wrong, good and evil, all that shit's perspective, man. She we 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 obsessing over the border shit bullshit right now. That's that's most of our summer. You look on the news, talk about the border. Shit, how long that border been there, Jay? All I, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, bro, like. You know, this, this is this is we we live right now on Mexican territory, if I'm it, not mistaken. It, well, we just happened to win the war, right? <laughs> we we won the war, kick their ass out. It's not even we won the war. We just come in and say, "Bitch, you can't fight." <laughs> That's all we do. That Christopher Columbus came here, bitch, y'all can't fight. Bitch, y'all can't fight. Bitch, y'all can't fight. Bitch, you will whoop my ass though. <laughs> Just a bully mentality. That's, That's the American is. way, and, and they 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 trying to do that on both sides. They're trying to bully each other, and it's like, dog, this type of discourse is not going to work. And we we was even talking in the car earlier. We we were going to to the store, and we heard uh, Camilla Harris on the Breakfast Club talking about. It. And this is why we need a new president. And that's the only thing that I caught. I was like, were we, were 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 white people wilding like this when Obama was in in office? Which I'm assuming they were. But, you know, we didn't hear it. But I was like, why, why to really sit here and listen to ourselves, you know, fabricate a lot of stuff about, oh, well, he lied about this and he lied about that. It's like, well, Obama's probably in a lot about some shit, too. But we was riding that wave like, shit, whatever OBZ say is the word. Like, it's kind of like, all right, now, now, now you can see it on both sides of the coin and see, okay, we wilding right now like they were wilding for eight years. No, that's why that's why Mr. Ansari, he, he hit the nail on the coffin, bro. He was like, um... He said, "Man, you know, I, I like the fact that you know we live in a time where we could just we could we could say certain shit and just make white people so uncomfortable, and and they'll do whatever it takes to you know make us make the minority feel good." And he was like, "Man, but you know what? I've been a little suspicious sometimes." He was like, <laughs> he's like, he was basically like, "Man, I kind of feel like when, when, when minorities aren't looking at you know white people, white little progressives are in that little corners doing their own thing. They got like a little competition going on. So hey, you know, what did you do today to to up, uplift the minority?" He was like, "Well, shit, I was talking to one of my black friends and I told him, hey, man, I think.'" Black part, Black Panther should have won Best Picture. <laughs> he's like, 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 like no, I was dying because I was like, bro, like, that's how it goes. Yeah, it's like nothing. Like, if you want people to be genuine, well, you'll never really know if they're being genuine or not. But if you want people to be genuine, like, you can't put them in a corner and make them uncomfortable. Once you do that, you're not really getting. The they're gonna give person. you what you want. They're gonna get dog. <laughs> He was talking about crazy rich Asians. He was I, like, <laughs> you saw that? One? I seen the clip because okay. I, I was I was hovering on it today, and then that we were talking had about me it. laughing, dog. Because he asked that woman, he's like, he's like, so what you think? She was about eighty five percent. So ah, twelve percent lower. <laughs> <laughs> what made you think that? He's like, now you're uncomfortable. Exactly. You put her on the spot, put her in the court. And it was like, and then it's kind of like if we roll up on somebody white. So you mean to tell me Endgame was better than Black Panther? Oh well, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't better, per se. No, nigga, it was a better movie. <laughs> just, just, just be honest. Like, yeah, it was a better movie. Dog, like it just, it, it's, it's hilarious. But at the same time, it's like, man, like we're getting to the point where we're not getting honesty, though. Like, I mean, yeah, prejudice is alive and well. It's always gonna be alive and well. But what does that really mean? You know, just put your. It's almost like. People hate the fact that they have to go to certain spaces in order to feel comfortable. But to be honest, in order in order 
what people are doing now is they're bullying their way into those spaces to 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 make themselves comfortable. Well, in turn, you're making somebody else uncomfortable, uncomfortable, but you just don't care. So you're just you're the same type of evil, but in your perspective, you're a lesser evil. Mm-hmm. I mean, but basically, but however you want to swing yeah. it, yeah, you know, it's just it's it's fucking hilarious, and I'm I'm glad that we have comedians, we have certain artists and certain people that speak up and 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 make you laugh about the shit because. I'm telling you, man. You go back to 10, 20th century movie watching, dude. You see this shit about Indiana Jones? No. Yeah, he had um, it was a, a scene in one of the Indiana Jones movies, you know, and obviously it was I think it's Harrison Ford's like seventy seventh birthday, and it was a scene on there where the Indian people were were eating cockroaches, but it was just uh, it was a. It was a trap or something like that, and it was meant for the Americans to eat the cockroaches, and it was almost like, it uh, for. Looking through a 2019 lens, people are looking at it like, well, that's insulting. Like, you're basically saying Indians eat roaches, but it was like, no, nah. like, they're basically saying that Americans are stupid for thinking Indians eat roaches. You know what I'm saying? That's how you could, that's how you can look at it. Yeah. But it's just like, man, like, can't y'all just enjoy the fucking movie? <laughs> it's a goddamn movie. Like, y'all really, I, like, I told you this on the phone. They got people out here really on that grind out here trying to get reparations, bro. And people on the internet are talking about a black mermaid. <sighs> they talk about a black mermaid, Jay. They wildin'. A black mermaid and we try and it's people out here trying to get African Americans money. Bro, I don't care how impossible you, that seems, but you seen the post that I sent you that I seen on Facebook where where she went into like detail, detail, and broke this down. I think and and at the end of the day, it's like this is a fictional character. It's a fictional <sighs> being. What can you name uh, besides Thanos? Uh, can you name any fictional character that really is just like inspires you and like really like you when you see him, you're like, man, that's a good ass representation. It makes me want to be a better person. I, no, I just. No. Uh, Look, look. Not jokingly say that. Okay, yeah. okay. Look, since we talk, we had the Area Fifty One talk, let, let let let's drop some gems. Mm-hmm. People need gems. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Bigfoot, Puerto Rican. Didn't even know it. He's from <laughs> he's from Puerto Rico. Just 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 for you to know, the Loch Ness monster, uh-huh. actually black. For real, just a big, actually black. Just a big black guy. He can swim. <laughs> actually black. So when you cast Loch Ness monster in the movie, he better be black. Bigfoot better be Puerto Rican. There's an accent mark over the second O. He's Puerto Rican. That makes sense. It makes sense. That makes sense. Chupacabra? Chupacabra? Ain't even Mexican. <laughs> Ain't even Mexican. Chupacabra from Wisconsin. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Just saying. He's, <laughs> he's from Wisconsin. Shit got a little hot. He had to go south. <laughs> and what's the demographic of Wisconsin? Pretty much a lot of cheese. There's a lot of cheese in Wisconsin. <laughs> That's what's up there. That is very true. Yeah. Bruh. This sh- trivial, man. Trivial. Like, I read I, I read comic books growing up. And, like, it's funny how people don't realize some of the... Even though these characters are fictional, if you read their, tr- their origins, where they come from, some of them are based off race. Like, if you... Uh, there's a, one of my favorite characters is the Moon Knight. Uh, Moon Knight, a, a lot of his backstory has to do with the fact that he's Jewish. So in my head, I'm like, well, cool. I'd like to see like a, it's a couple Jewish actors I like that I would like to see portray him on the screen. I would be so bothered, me personally, 
if they had like Idris Elba play him. I'm like, <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense because his backstory has a lot to do with the fact that he was Jewish. So when he becomes the Moon Knight and he certain things that he does and says, it just makes sense for him to be Jewish yeah you can say black Jew or whatever but it still just was more authentic when you're looking at a comic book and you see this character this white Jewish character and you finally see him on screen it's like oh that's dope just like I'm fine with T'Challa being a black man phenotypically he's a black man on screen does he have to be an actual Wakandan well we know that's not possible so (laughs) do we do we yeah they probably hear it in 51 too. Is, is it, isn't uh, Chadwick Boseman like from South Carolina? Yeah. See? And even even if you take it back to the whole James Bond thing. Uh, oh, Idris Elba can't be James Bond. He's British. I mean, I I, figure, I feel like that's the only qualification. You see James why he Bond. don't want to do it. Just the threats on his life. Yeah. It's like, word? Like, I'm James Bond British? I'm British? Like, that's... James, James and Bond... Then, and then it's like, Superman's an alien. Pretty much. Yes. He's he's very much an alien. Very much an alien. Yes. He just had to be white. Mm-hmm. Yes. But hey, I don't know. I, I, this is this is my debate all the time. Will always be, if you want a character to be a certain color, then create it your fucking self. Because if a white person creates a white character and it becomes famous, that's his doing. Yeah. Let that let that character be what. That and nine times is. out of ten, you create stuff in the image of yourself. That's fine with me. That's you know we allow we allowed this white Jesus to circulate around our homes for years and years because we allowed a white artist to to curate this white Jesus and we just accepted it. Yeah. We want a black Jesus. What are we gonna do? We're gonna get a black artist to make a black Jesus. It's that simple. And you hang that up in your house. Whatever makes you feel good. Whatever helps you sleep better at night. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just saying, no, it really doesn't. And it's scary. The topics. Bro, I got I got one more for you. Uh-huh. Casper the Friendly Ghost. Oh yeah, Russian. I mean, it's possible. Russian. You know, you you heard the theory on Casper, right? Yeah, I heard that about um, what was it Richie? Richie, Rich? Richie, yeah. Richie Rich died. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and more than likely, Richie Rich was a Jew. Just he had he had he had yeah. old money. Yeah, old old. That's money. that's that old that's 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 that generational wealth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way he dressed, but you know, but anyways, hey. he well yeah. Uh, he was probably pure Aryan too, because he did he have blue eyes. Yeah, he had blue eyes, oh, blue blue eyes, blonde hair. Man, these these fictional characters, the topics on these fictional characters get deep, because you could just make up shit along the way. Oh yeah, of course. Why not? They're <laughs> fictional characters. <laughs> so if I want to change the Little Mermaid black in 2019, I'm changing her black. Am I pandering? I'm pandering my ass pandering off. Pandering your. That's what I'm saying. And it's like it's funny. It's like why black? Why she? Why she can be Asian? Why she can be Indian? Why she had to be black, bro? See, but but see that you could have did anything. Mm-hmm. Now, if you bring Tom Cruise to play Mulan, I'm gonna be a little upset. I mean, are you saying that purposely because he was the last samurai? He was the last samurai. <laughs> which, hey, whatever, whatever that means. I was just saying he definitely was the last samurai, and people had no issues with it back then. No, but I guess it's because we have a louder voice now, which is social media, which is the fucking megaphone to hysteria. But I could I could send a tweet right now that could possibly get right to the president. Yeah, just 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 all about timing and luck. He well, could happen yeah. to have his phone in his hand and like happen to decide to get in his mentions. I see me comment towards him. If you the leader of the free world, I could touch right now. No, no, no. Serious question though, and everybody out there listening, 
if you could send him a tweet, which you can't, and you really knew he's going to see this tweet, what would that tweet be to Mr. Trump? If I could tweet anything to Donald Trump. Which you can. Which I can, I technically can. But but, I, but if the tweet it and know that he's that gonna he see, see it. Yeah. Shit. I'd be, I'd ask him, um, what's up on a business loan? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. If I can talk if I can talk business with the leader of the free world, yeah, yeah. who's been a proven success in business, kinda, a little bit, maybe. Up on the business loan. I got a couple ideas. Let's chat. Yeah, that's a good one. And I don't. And y'all get mad at me, <laughs> but but I'm trying to get my shit get, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get my shit off. That's I'm that, trying to come up. That's when that integrity comes in. I play. can't help the poor if I'm one of them. Oh, okay. That's what okay. Jay Z said. Okay, yeah, definitely Jay Z said it. Definitely, and yeah. and he's not one of the poor anymore. But I, yeah. I don't know how much help he's doing. But now, but that's not here nor there. You know who he got backing him up? He, I mean, he said it on four forty four, and that's. Conspiracy theory about why he didn't get the the Grammy for that, but uh, which was actually an enjoyable album. I'd say in the last five years, that's one of the few that I could say has nice replay value because um, replay value of hip hop today is it's awful. Yeah, it's, I, I'm, I'm literally like people have like I see why people put out five songs, and out of the five songs, two of them only two of them good. You're you're only gonna listen to this for a week anyways. Yeah, and then you probably just gonna put it into one of your playlists. Yeah. And I'm gonna make it short so you stream it often, so I get paid more off of it. Oh, man, the trickery that they're doing! I, I'm I was shocked when I saw a middle child on Revenge of the Nerds or I me mean, Revenge of the Dreamers. Are you? I didn't know it was gonna be on. I thought it was gonna I, be on his album. Nah, I figured it was. Is he gonna continue his KOD shit? Uh, I mean, he only did KOD once. I doubt it. I'm 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 glad. I'm kind of getting. I don't know, like story mode, Cole. <sighs> like it, it was a different warm up story mode, code than. For your eyes only story mode code. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I don't know. Cold world. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Cole, but I definitely want him to continue KOD. And I'm realizing that a lot of these rappers have ADHD, so <laughs> they can't. That's know, a bar. Yeah. I'm just That's saying, a bar. They, they just. Uh, I told I told one of my, I put um that album in, in the same way I put in our group chat. I put in one of my other group chats. My homeboy, he was like, eh, to me, <laughs> um, Big Crit is just J. Cole with better beats. With more southern beats, I can see that. Yeah, with a more southern, I think they, I think Crit uses the eight oh eights a lot more. Um, Cole is more, you know, school of no ID ish kind of. DJ Premier, and Crit is fucking with Manny Fresh and Jazzy Fan, and I'm trying to get the boom boom. But um, yeah, man, I don't don't mean to you know rag on hip hop because I can say one thing about you know hip-hop right now when i do hear these you know these women these women these female mcs i mean i ain't mad at what they doing it's no. it's just a simple fact that i mean it's just not for me and that's fine like if people try to tell me hey you need to listen to um what's um j cole's artist is it dreezy is dreezy the is yeah, she the, dreezy yeah i think that's it you know i mean that's cool you know i mean i've never i've never just like i've never purposely went out and said let me find a a female MC to listen to. Obviously, I know they exist. I thought young. I thought young Ma was pretty raw. She's just. She's just forgotten about. Yeah. I think. I think. I think she could. I believe. I felt like she could spit. She can go toe to toe with a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, and I actually. I think I do have one of her songs in my playlist. Uh, I think. I think the thing about young Ma. I think young Ma exposed. Um, the and I and I really feel like. 
people, all this LGBT pride shit that we just went through last month, which is a complete farce. Uh, I think I think people that uh, participate in that stuff, um, I think about forty percent of them are disingenuous. I think about I think I think forty percent of them are those people that we talk about that are in the corner, uncomfortable, but they just want to conform to where they seem or they're perceived as comfortable. Because I, I, I think young M.A. is a prime example of, she was so hyper-sexually gay, like, she was such a guy almost, yeah. that it was like, should I be listening to her? And it was like, oh, but we're, we're such a tolerant society, why do you even have that problem? If I seen young M.A. in public, I'd probably call her bro. I mean, she'd be fine with that. Oh, yeah, she'd be fine with it. You know? I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just... It, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't bring my girl around her, though. She'll she'll snatch up. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not playing that game because I'm gonna have to fight her. Like <laughs> Bitch, you can't fight though. <laughs> she gonna shoot you. Yeah, well, she, she should. Well, she's from New York, so they can't carry guns. So, well, can, I don't know how the gun laws work out there, but yeah, that's where Lil Wayne got stopped. Huh? Lil Wayne got stopped numerous times. But no, I mean, I, it's just it's hilarious to me. And even with the Lil Nas X thing, when he came out as gay, you know, you say Lil Nas he, X did not come out as he's gay. He's a troll. You say he's he a troll. is trolling. But and, and I think he even had a tweet that just because I didn't say I would I wasn't I wasn't straight doesn't mean I'm gay. Like he's just troll. How old is that young man? Where is he from? He's he's old enough to troll. That's that's all <laughs> And that, and that's all he is like that's all he's doing is he's trolling us with Old Town Road too. You dropped the Old first Town one? Road was a fucking parody song. It was a joke. And that's why I was I'm so shocked at its success and I'm like, dog, like it but, was a joke. But what it does is it makes people talk. Oh, this isn't a country song. It's a trap beat. It's not a country song. All right, I put a country star on it. Still ain't a country song. You know, and then everybody's talking. Everybody's talking. But it's like, okay, I got to listen to it to know so everybody's getting the place. You put Bill Ray Cyrus on now the other side listening to it, too. It's like, no, nah, it's still not a country song. Then you throw Young Thug on there. It's like, whoa, now you got a hip-hop artist. Then you throw Lil' Hank Williams. <laughs> You give him a fucking high eight to drop. So you got the kids on there now. How you come up? How you come up? Hold on, hold up, bro. He how did how did Meek Mill come on on the intro? Hold up, wait a minute. Hey, come on, hold up. What? It dropped eight bars. Eight bars and it was out. Out. Giddy up out my way. That's what. That's the name of this episode. I, I, I was thinking like, all right, we might call this America. Is you okay? <laughs> Bet you can't fight. This is giddy up out my way. We know America not okay, bro. We know America's not okay. No. We know America can fight though. They be out there wilding, man. Bro, you see the you see the short dude at the bagel shop? Why is he so angry? He was pissed. He angry and he racist. So you got a short temper, little man. He said, "He said y'all got black friends, but he was like, say something about the ill word." He said, "Y'all got black friends, but you know, if if if, if I get mad, the ill word comes out, it just comes out." I said, "Bro, you way too little." Bro, he said, "He said you want to go outside." <laughs> he cleaned him up right there in the store. He's like, "Okay, little blue, but I ain't got time for this shit." I'm trying to get my bagels and go to work. I'm cleaning you up right here in this store. What is going bro, on in this country? Bro, did you see when he chest bump old dude? He stood up on his tippy toes. <laughs> they said, I was watching Diesel and Merrill. They said he chest bumped his nuts. Dog. <laughs> Dog. He is a little rage demon. I wouldn't fuck with hey, him. Hey, you big, big. You big mad, bucko. <laughs> 
what is he, 4'9"? Bruh. That nigga ain't complete. He, he said, he said, he, he was just fed up. Damn. That's all it was. He, he, he hit his tipping point. Because he was going off on stuff that would, man, I get on these dating sites and women be talking about you too short. Like, man, we just try to get bagels with the cream cheese. Like, ain't nobody said nothing about no dating sites. You in no wallet. He said, you not my father or my boss. You can't tell me nothing. I said, whoa. Sir, this is a Panera Bread. <laughs> Look, do you want the cinnamon crunch or do you want the Asiago cheese? Like, which bagel do you want? You in here trying to fight the customers. Ain't nobody called you short. They just told you to hurry up or get off the phone. And now you having this whole love man complex. Dog. And you in here scrapping. And then you told told old dude you want to take it outside. He choked you <laughs> down. He put that nigga on Dr. Phil real quick, dog. He need to be talked to, man. Somebody need to touch his knee and be like, hey, are you okay? <laughs> My man, so are, you, are you okay? He ain't, bro. He's not, man. He's not okay at all. But for real though, man, I see I see young I see individuals like that, and them be the individuals that won't go shoot up a school or something. This, this, it's this like, bro, like he he you know at the end of the day he you know he composed enough to not take his anger out on you know on random individual people, but it be the motherfuckers that be quiet, calm as fuck that go shoot up some shit, you know, and that shit's scary, dog. So I actually that's pre- why you always got to talk to the quiet kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, boy? You good? You good? Alright. Yeah, yeah. That's why I appreciate his own openness and his, his we know he angry, so we watching him. You know what I'm saying? We watching him. <laughs> you know he angry, so you keep an eye out on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that little angry dick over there. <laughs> he get out your sight, you start panicking. He's like, oh shit, what that nigga? What? Oh, what okay. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> he got his last scooped up. <laughs> he got he got his little ass parked like he valet like the valet cars. Right here, man. Right here. Dog, man. America, man. It's a, it's it's been a fun it's been a, a fun summer from the digital perspective. In reality, you know, life is well, man. I'm I'm not I'm not complaining, you know. I'm just <laughs> it's sad when I see people that's just pure entertainment now. Cause that's low key what it's become. People are just entertainment now. It's fucked up, but it's like just see when you see people together, you know you finna laugh at some dumb shit. Cause that be it's almost like the IQ has dropped that much to the point where like I know I ain't finna hear no real you know educational conversation. They over there probably talk about each other vaginas. They probably talk about each other penises or who chick they finna, what chick they finish mad. Hey shit, they talking about the Kawhi trade. They ain't talking about nothing. Nothing, nothing of substance. Nothing, nah. nothing that they're gonna be able to change. Nothing. Nothing. Like, I don't even want to hear people talk about politics. Even though politics is a substantial conversation, I don't want to hear it because I know it's going to be emotional, emotionally driven bullshit, and it's not going to matter. Say, bro, when they did the Democratic debates a few weeks ago and they had more people up there than the MLB All-Star game, <laughs> like, how am I supposed to pay attention to this? I told you that a couple episodes ago. You was like, what? That shit a year away. I'm like, bro, these people are ready. They ready, man. They trying to take over the country, dog. They want to be the next commander-in-chief. Commander in chief, chief is a gender neutral word, right? Yeah, chief gender neutral. I just wanted to make sure I, yeah. you know, insult what anybody. What, what is was it? Sean that said um, he was up the court book and was getting ready to drop his Spanish for <laughs> Beto beat him to him. Beto beat him to you, man. Damn, now I gotta go through it anyways. I look like I'm copying because I had this ready. Yep. I had this in the tuck. Yep. I still gotta shoot it. You seen book a fool ass on the border? He was letting people cross. He was like helping people across the border. Book, I'm, I'm like, gonna go to jail. Like, Book, what is y'all doing? Say, say, Book, you date Rosario Dawson, man. Go chill the fuck out. 
He ain't gonna be with her for long. She, she no, like, remember she was dating that, that that um I can't remember his name to save my life, but but the weird guy. <sighs> I can't say he's, he's in Lion King. He like plays Timon in Lion King. <sighs> Seth Rogen? No, no, no. He Seth Rogen plays Pumbaa. Uh, okay. By the way, I knew that movie was gonna be shit. Bro, I think the Lion King is just natural, natural geographic with music. Yeah, that's that's all it it's is. It's odd, you know. I'm, I mean, I ain't gonna say I knew it was gonna be shit, but I'm like, it's odd to have a quote unquote live action film and to do it like that. I mean, I tell people all the time, man, if you want to see a, a live action movie like that, watch Mowgli, because I think when you see Mowgli and you see it in that setting, um, it's it's kind of creepy, like. Once you see these live-looking animals talking, you kind of don't want to see them singing because you still look at this thing like a predator. To me, a lion is a predator. So when I see it singing, it's like it's almost like that moment in Stranger Things when, uh, spoiler here, just so everybody knows, when Dustin finally got a hold of Susie and she made him sing. You finished Stranger Things. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Thank God. But yeah, when she made him sing, a lot of people didn't like that part when they started singing Never End the Story. And um, Eric Andre, that's that nigga name. Who? Eric Andre. And he doesn't play Timon. I forget. I don't know who that is. She, yeah, he might play one of the hyenas. I don't know who that is. Let me see. Let me see. Eric Andre. Oh, that goofy motherfucker, man. Yeah. He yeah. on the meme. He on that meme where... Uh, where he's he shaking the gate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, he shoots somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one he's shaking the gate. Mm-hmm. What, he got a uh, comedy special or something? Like, who is that guy? Where the fuck he come from? He's Eric Andre. Oh, he does wild shit. Yeah. She, she Shout does. out to him though. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. She seems like yeah, he got that ass. So. But uh, <laughs> but I mean Rosario just kind of seems like type of she's. I pretty much look at most celebrities like attention whores, and attention whores is gender neutral, by the way. Um, I look at I look at all of them like an attention whores. They do whatever it takes to be in the spotlight and stay relevant. I ain't mad at them. That's how you make your income. Controversy sells. Hey, um, do what you feel. You know. Um, but I ain't gonna drag on too long. Like I said, man, I got a busy busy schedule ahead of me. Um, I was gonna say something else, but but uh, I'm still laughing at little man. Dog. That nigga, that little nigga, too funny, bro. But um, bro, he did the interview and he's like, he's like, you know what? I'm getting a little upset. And I really don't like you, so this interview's over. And then they panned out and like, bro, she's a good foot and a half taller dog, than you she too. She will beat him up. <laughs> she should hit him with that. What's up then? What's up? I don't like. Dog. How can you dislike somebody that much in that short of a time? Like she's just asking you real questions. <laughs> Why are you in there wilding? She extended your fame, bro. That's what I mean. At this point, he's just taking advantage. Now you know, <laughs> bless you, sir. Uh, you, you you know the cameras coming. You know why they you know why they here. So you 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 know everybody want to find out about you yeah. getting your ass. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't bruised up in that. Oh, we don't know how old that video was either. We don't know how old that video was. We don't know how how long he was on top of him like that. Yeah, it's kind of remember that Sharkeisha video. Boy, Sharkeisha was wild. Man, Sharkeisha, what she what you think she doing right now? Sharkeisha locked up. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, low key, man, she might as well be. Hey. Sharkeisha was Native American. Oh, <laughs> didn't even know that. Oh, you thought she was black because her name was Sharkeisha. Nah, she Native American. Bro, Native Americans, man. Bro, we watched um, Commonwealth versus Michelle Carter, the chick that, that texted her boyfriend to kill himself. 
Yeah, I ain't know about that. It was, it's an HBO documentary. She, okay. Uh, she was a couple of years ago. I want to say like 2014. She was dating this guy. He was suicidal the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then she just started encouraging him. Mm-hmm. And then you went, you know, went to trial for involuntary manslaughter. She got 20 years? No, she got uh, like six. No, nah, she got two and a half. Two and a half, yeah. When, uh, she had to serve 15 months and then the other was deferred to like 2022 or something like that. Something wild like that. Yeah, that, that, um, that, uh. But it was, it was a compelling argument because it was like, oh, if he, if she, she wouldn't have told him to get back in the car, he'd be alive today. And then, and then they going through all the text messages like, nah, this cat been suicidal. Like if, it, to me, if anything, he lived as long as he did because of her. But then mm-hmm. she kind of got to the point where she was an attention whore for sure. And she was like, all right, well, cool. I f- she felt like, mentally, she felt like she was helping him be happy. She's like, oh, well, you know, do this, do that, you know. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to get this water pump and, and I'm put it in the car and I'm, you know, carbon monoxide inhalation. So it's kind of like, he set everything up, but there was a point where he got out the car, I got out the truck. It's like, okay, I feel like this shit's fucking me up. Like, oh, this shit real. This, this shit, shit real. This shit got so real. he called her and she said in a statement that she get, she gave, you know, get back in the fucking car. And do it. Go through with it. He was like, okay. You know, got back in. So then it was like, from the point he got out and called her, he had pretty much taken the onus off of himself and put it on her. And when she told him to get back in, then it was her doing. But to me, it's like, he opened the door and got in and closed it. Like, if I go tell, hey, well, go kill yourself. If you go do it, how is that on me? That's what, that's when. That's but then when they start. They got into like having a, a, a moral ethical law or something like you know ethically she was obligated to try to save him or something like that. I don't know. That's 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 a compelling argument. Uh, but I, that makes me want to close on this. Um, on a hate speech debate that uh co- you know comes up often. I mean, what but what you said just now, I kind of feel like when I think of hate speech, I think personally, in my opinion. Um, if you do take words for just face value, like some people do, then, I mean, the words that you use have a direct link to violence. I mean, you're literally saying, go kill yourself. Yeah. So when, when she uses those words, get back in the car, if you're talking to somebody that takes words at face value, like somebody's mentally unstable, but they listen you know, it's like, okay, I mean, they get back in the car because you told them to. You told somebody mentally unstable to go kill yourself. I mean, whether you're knowingly uh, aware of their mental state is not really uh, something that we can really prove in the court. All we can say is those choice of words have a direct this is what to you violence. Said. And yeah. I think that's hate speech. I think a lot of times hate speech just is becoming this, I don't agree with that. So that's hate speech. And I'm like, well, shit, I I don't agree with, you know, the way the NBA is being ran right now. But, I mean, I can say certain things about the NBA, but I'm not saying hate speech. I'm just, I'm voicing an opinion. Mm-hmm. And um, that's a, um, it's an interesting documentary, but it just, it's, it makes me say, I'm like, man, you got to be careful with your words, especially when there's, there, we got receipts, dog. When you got receipts. Yeah, got all a- the text messages. They confiscated her phones. Like, boom, here's the thousands of text messages y'all sent to each other. You These know. receipts? 
That's why I, I, with some people, I mean, you got to pick up that phone, maybe send a voice note, hope it expire, because you can't be sending shit like that, you know, via text and email and shit, because people got threads and threads of evidence against them to where you could take these words, compile them in a way to where, I mean, because that's, that's all the law is and see that's what that's kind of what bugged me out about it because they's like if you focus in from july 10th through july 14th when he died you know she was encouraging him to die but it's like but if you take the whole thing and you look back to where she was saying oh we're romeo and juliet and he's like you know they die together she's like no fuck that we're not dying and you know you take the whole thing where she's like hey you think we'll get married and, and stuff like that you you would say, oh, well, she's planning a future. She's not wanting him to kill us. And then she eventually gave up. Hey, you can only pat, you can only tell some, encourage somebody so much. Tipping point, yeah. If you hit that, t- all right, cool. What if that's what you're gonna do? Fine. I'm sitting here. I'm trying to pour love into you and all this stuff, and you still want to kill yourself. All right, you know, if that's go what you want to do, go for it. I'm, I'm done. You exhaust people. What, what was the thing that you retweeted with the with the couple arguing? And it was really just her training. Oh, his yeah, just battery draining out. his battery constantly, bro. Yeah, it's like, like you just hit that ten points. Like, all right, I'm just tired of fighting. Like, I have no fight left in me. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and no, nobody should be subject to that type of brutality. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, but to just, to summarize what I'm saying, it's like i I'm, I'm I think everybody out there should be careful with their words when they have that direct link to violence because I mean if you know that if you know or do not know that what you're telling this person will cause them to do that then that's irresponsible that's irresponsibility on your part because there are some very unhinged motherfuckers out here that's why sometimes I hear Donald Trump say some stuff and I'm like hey you got to be careful with that shit. Because I think, people, yeah. it's some dumb motherfuckers out here. Once again, we was eating Tide Pods three or four years ago. Like, not, not me and you, but motherfuckers in America. And uh, like I said, we, we go in the stores looking at ice cream and shit. Now we're trying to break into Area 51. Think about that audience. Yeah. Before you say, you know, Mexicans are criminals or some shit like that. Because that unhinged motherfucker out there is going to be like, well, every motherfucker with a towel on their head. Is a is a is a terrorist. Every motherfucker trying to cross the border is a criminal. Like you gotta be careful with your words because public education ain't that effective. It's not at all. But shit, man, it's been a it's been a. Oh oh oh! If people have made it this far, you know they listen for the um, recommendations. Oh, my, my, I, like I just mentioned, it's the show's called "I Love You Now Die." Commonwealth versus Michelle Carter. That's my HBO. recommendation. HBO docu series. Fire okay. stick docu series. <laughs> yeah, I try. I try to check that out. I need. To, I'm about to start Westworld. When I when I get to uh, PA tomorrow, I'm gonna start Westworld. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't got a chance to finish that. And you're not gonna like it because Tessa Thompson's in it. Her her char- her character is purposely not likable. So I'll that's fine. So I, it's all good. I mean, MIB failed, so I'm cool. <sighs> I'm cool. It's been a miserable summer for movies, man. In my opinion, I'm gonna see. I'm, I'm, I've been hearing good things about Spider Man. I don't take MCU fan series. I don't. I don't. I don't listen to it. I, I feel like I'm one of those people that's a part of the universe, so it, I have to see it eventually. Yeah, I mean, so I told you I was pretty much done with comic book movies. I still ain't seen Dark Phoenix. So <sighs> Dark Phoenix just did so bad that I don't want to go waste that time. Yeah, I mean, last movie I saw was um, what you call it, um, Brightburn. I enjoyed it for what it was because for me it was original, mm-hmm. so to speak. But um, no yeah. child's play, huh? No child's play. Nah, man. I seen Tall Short Four. I miss Toy Story 4 just had a busy weekend. But I do I do I do want to see it. 
uh, recommendations for me, I feel like if you haven't seen Stranger Things 3, then you're doing yourself an injustice. That's an easy one. Come on. Uh, dig deep. Dig deep. Exhibit A? Exhibit A. Did you finally watch it? I, I tried to watch the first episode. It was a little slow. I mean, I, and and I, I was just looking like, oh shit, that's Huntsville. I, I've been there. I know where that's at. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say like this: Exhibit A is a good show to watch if you're if you just saw Central Park Five. I think it's important to watch Exhibit A. I sent it to Sean too, and I was hoping that he saw that parallel because I feel like everybody was so passionate about Central Park Five, but Exhibit A didn't get that type of um, uh, wave just based on the fact that it wasn't just about black kids like but there's one episode on there about uh, uh a black gay guy that got beat up by some jews and it was it was fucked up they blinded that dude like i said it's exhibit a i think it's worth to watch on netflix uh i feel like the aziz special don't go in there thinking that you're finna get gut-wrenching laughs it's more of a if you just sit back chilling you want to hear something from a comedic standpoint point of view that it's more of a casual honest, conversation kinda. yeah you know being honest like you may get a couple laughs in there it was, it was cool um i think dark i think dark is it's it's probably up there for me top five netflix shows it's very complicated though i actually watched it backwards on purpose mm. i watched it i watched season one then i watched season two and the the releases were so far apart that i kind of forgot about season one so I had to go watch season one, season one again, just to appreciate season two more. Um, shit blew my mind. I yeah, started I was, Russian Doll. Russian Doll is Russian Doll is for this year. Yeah, they, she if 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 she and Christina Applegate they got to bring home all the awards. They 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 got to bring home all the awards. Them both of them dead to me and Russian Doll. They did they thing like them shits. They're good stories, and I think that's what. That's what bothers me about identity politics is because we're so focused on casting that the stories just aren't good. Give me a good story. That's all I... Yes, put in black actors. Do all that, but give me a good story. And I think I think right now, I think Russian Doll, Dead to Me, Stranger Things... Because the thing people don't realize about Stranger Things Season 3 is... Season 3, to be honest, was like a whole new show. Season, yeah, definitely. It... it Honestly, it made me it made me look at season two like, damn, season two was kind of trash. Cause season, season three two was, was kind of trash. Yeah, season three was like a fresh start, and it felt good. Erica just came in there and just stole the fucking show. She yeah. a little, I beat her ass. I have to, bro. I beat her ass. She, I, th- I thought I thought Billy was gonna get Miss Wheeler's cheeks. Billy missed out, man. Well, she didn't go me anyway. I was like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, fucking demon. Demon, demon cock blocking. Demon cock blocking. And uh, I, I, it was Eric pretty, was bad as shit. She was bad, bro. Like it's like your brother don't even cuss that much. He's cool. He, but, but then again, I look at Eric. It's like okay, your brother just corny because he hang out with these cats. Like you, okay, I see. Yeah, Lucas is a Lucas is very corny. Yeah, a corny dude. I mean, I, mean, I was talking to Jay Mark about. It. I was like, one of my favorite characters on the show is Mr. Clark, dog, because Mr. Clark always does. He always drops a gem, bro. That's important, and he really. Get the show going. Yeah, he really kick it off. And I'm like, man, and I can't remember what he did in season two, but I remember season one. He was the whole reason for the uh, uh, the, the uh, AV club. Dem- yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. And I felt like that was cool. I appreciate him, but Erica and um and uh Ethan Hawke's daughter, they 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 were two nice characters. Robin. For- yeah, Robin. Yeah, they were two nice characters. Every time Stranger Things introduces a new character, that new character is always pretty pretty dope and appealing. But I can't honestly say that. One more season with Stranger Things, and I think I'll be I'll, I'll, that'd be enough for me. It's kind of like how many times can you fight the same thing? Yeah, well, 
that was the mind flare. It wasn't really the demigorgon. It was it, <sighs> see, like to me, same, they were one yeah, and the same. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, oh, y'all just renamed it. That's really yeah. You I mean, you had right. the demi dogs last you're year. Right. You're like, right. okay, this is the mind flare. It's like it's like ah, it's, I, I might have to go back and, and watch season one again just to be like, okay, cool. This and that's is the what difference. bothered me about season two because I asked Jay Mark, I'm like, what is what is the little girl's name with the powers? Eleven. So what does that mean? There's ten before her at least. We saw that in season two. They yeah. never re-explored it again. That's what. That's me. It was. There was one point I was like, "Oh, she finna call her posse up to come help." She, she cause she ain't got powers no more. Oh fuck! I'm probably ruining it for people, but oh well. If they haven't watched it by now, yeah, like the Fourth of July interested. was like Bro. ten days ago. Yeah, they probably ain't even interested. <sighs> the statute of limitations has expired. Yeah, on that. Yeah, it's not. It's not like it's a movie. Yeah, it's, it's not a spoiler anymore. Yeah, so spoilers only last for a week, in my opinion. With, with Netflix. With oh, anything. anything, yeah, yeah. If you don't find time to go get it to see it that first week, you're opening you are opening yourself up to those spoilers. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like I said, I I watch Far From Home eventually, but I'm sorry, man. I just I'm just just kind of tapped out on these comic book movies, and I really I think Spider Verse and Infinity War set the bar so high for me that after that everything is just because I remember after watching Infinity War, I was literally drained. Like I felt drained. <sighs> man. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Thanos, his own species. There's nothing like Thanos. It really ain't, man. It really ain't. They talk about exploring you, his background. You couldn't. You couldn't live with your failures. He's he's our Darth Vader. So where do they bring you? Back right back to me. To me. <laughs> Bruh, that's my words of advice. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember when you fuck you up. You couldn't live with your failures. Where did it bring you? Right back to the yeah. No Boundaries podcast. Yeah. Look at this. Yeah. Look at this. Yeah. You, you thought we was gone. <laughs> right back. I oh, let me, I did have my words of advice pulled up and I lost it. It, it was something you had sent me on Twitter. I had, had it pulled up. Or something I had sent you, actually. But yeah, um, words of advice for this episode. First of all, you know, thank y'all for continuing to kick it with us and you know, coming back after we go on hiatus and whatnot. But um, as well mentioned, I mentioned myself, hey, the summer has been good. You know, continue to live a good summer. Be safe. Be careful. Don't city boy it up. Don't hot girl it up too much. And at the end of the day, grab a snack and enjoy the ride. I like that. I like that. Oh, Fucking identity I just happened. To, I, I, was trying to, I was trying to see something, but I looked on Twitter and I seen it. This Birds of Prey movie is gonna be gonna have their first gay supervillain. Oh, America, man. Why does my sexuality matter? They said he's supposedly supposed to be like trying to get somebody dangling or some shit. Like it's I wasn't gonna watch. <laughs> I wasn't gonna watch the movie anyway. So uh, I'm 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 not uh, with with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think that'd be enough Margot Robbie for me for the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the hide and seek movie got a Margot Robbie lookalike in it, so that'll definitely be enough. But um, yeah, man. Uh, we'll be back again. Hopefully, we have a guest that actually comes through next time. Oh, uh, shots I mean, fired! You know, shots yeah, fired! Yeah, the shots are fired. They're gonna land too. And um, I just, I mean, but at the same time, I mean, she had a reasonable excuse, I think. Um, yeah, but did you even give words of advice, or you just danced around that? No, nah, my words of advice, man. I, I, that's Thanos, man. <sighs> <laughs> That was laziness right there. Hey, man, lazy is the writing in Endgame. (laughs) America's ass. (laughs) 
thought about that show. Like, man, that shit wasn't funny. I was like, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Come on, man. That sounded like hate. <laughs> Real though. I, I guess. I was salty. Yeah, whatever. Seriously? Nigga, you don't squat. Yeah. <laughs> Skip leg days? Look, <laughs> ass nigga. I dropped I drop Chris Evans. You see the movie? You see he was just cursing up a storm? Mm-mm. Oh, you ain't see that shit? No. What are you thinking? Language? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was funny because I, I thought it was going to be mean way more than it was, but he was like, you're a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. It was funny. It was funny. But anyways, I ain't got nothing else, man. Hey, I ain't got nothing else. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary? <laughs> <laughs>